The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the second half of today's program, Patricia Raskin Positive Living. My guest is Alan Fox, and he is the president of ACF Property Management, and he's the author of the New York Times best-selling book, People Tools, 54 Strategies for Building Relationships, Creating Joy, and Embracing Prosperity. And he has university degrees in accounting, law, education, and professional writing. And he has a brand new book out called People Tools for Business, where he talks about strategies for thriving in business and in life. Welcome, Alan. Thank you very much, Patricia. Glad to be here. Yes. Oh, good. Let's get the exact title. People, Tools for Business, 50 Strategies for Building Success, Creating Wealth, and Finding Happiness. So you you took your regular people tools and then adapted them for business. That's correct. I've had 46 years of experience in running my own business, first uh, a small law firm, and then a medium-sized to large uh, property management real estate syndication firm, which I'm still running to this day. And I've learned a lot along the way by trial and experience and um I hope to share some of my experiences with readers so that they can um, avoid the bad experiences. All right. So let's talk about, you say in your book that many of your tools are counterintuitive. What does that mean? That's correct. That means that you think one thing and it's really another way. Let me give you an example. Um, I did a blog from the People Tools for Business book for Huffington Post called The Dreaded Annual Review. You know, we do annual reviews for employees, um, and employers normally, I know I, for one, used to hate them because, you know, I had to tell people what they're doing wrong. I'm saying that the annual review is a review of the manager, not the employee. For example, and, and, and also it should be done every day. For example, uh, you know, you, you think I was silly if I said, well, it was a football team, and, you know, they had a game, and they didn't do too well, and the coach can't tell them how to improve until the end of the season. Mm. I mean, that would be crazy. Well, that's kind of what we do in business. We don't tell people until the annual review what they can improve. I say do it every day. So that's kind of counterintuitive. Interesting. And you're saying also look at the boss, not just you, because you feel it's their responsibility too to help help you be the best you can be. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, like firing people. Uh, we we all hate that. That's the one thing that managers hate. And I say it helps people find the right niche. I once fired a legal secretary. A year later, she was in the lunchroom of the same building, told me that she was now working for the attorney in the penthouse. He thought she was the best secretary he ever had. So obviously mm. she went to the right place. With me, it was not the right place. 
Right. You know, I'd like you to address that because what happens for people is they get rejected. One thing doesn't work out for them that they really thought would be great. And it may mean that that's not the right thing and the next thing along could be the best thing. But people get discouraged and if they do, they may not put their best foot forward on their next interview. Talk about that. Absolutely. I, Patricia, I couldn't agree more. And what is important, and I think that's the thrust of your show, is retaining your, your passion and enthusiasm. Yeah. And, you know, and in People Tools of Business, I have one which I was leaving my, my house uh, Saturday a week ago, and I was not in a good mood. And I said, you know, hey, I'm writing self-help books. Uh, let's, let's use one of my tools, which is catch the up elevator, meaning every day you wake up, you're on the ground floor, you get in the elevator of life, you can push a button for the basement, the sub-basement, or you can push, push the button for the, for the penthouse. Catch the up elevator, smile, and current research shows that smiling actually releases endorphins in your brain, and you feel happier. So I was driving my car, I smiled, I thought of something happy, and I was in a good mood the rest of the day. So, you know, catch the up elevator. Very interesting. All right. Yeah, we just talked about people being fired can be the best thing if they if they understand. Um, talk a little bit more about people getting fired, just in terms of how they can cope with their emotions. Absolutely. Um, well, obviously, getting fired, especially if it's unexpected, and it often is, is uh, terrible. It's traumatic. Uh, you're not going to have an income. It's embarrassing. You've been rejected. Your your family uh, might be upset. So you have to somehow turn that into your mind into an opportunity. Now, one suggestion I have, another chapter in People Tools for Business is wait three days. You know, when something horrible happens to me in business, internal revenue is going to audit or yeah, a deal fell yeah. through or lawsuit was went badly, I wait three days. Because I don't want to react out of anger. Yeah. In other you know, words, if you're fired, don't start yelling at the guy or the woman who fired you. Um, right. You're just going to create bad will and, and maybe get a bad recommendation. Okay. So, now, I want, I, yeah. Go right. ahead. I want to address that from personally. Um, I think I think that's the best piece of advice you could give anybody. Um, so, Alan, okay. what I find that's so interesting for me is when those things happen. Or, for example, I feel like I've gotten thrown off my horse. I will often start to deal with it. I'll get on the phone, and I'll deal with it right away. And then after I'm finished, I'll say to myself, you know, if I'd waited a day, I still do a good job, but it's a little more emotional than I think it needed to be. It could have been a little more objective. There's too much emotion in charge when I do it too soon. That's what I find. Absolutely. I agree. You know, when I was practicing law, I had uh, I had an estate I was asked to handle uh, the estate of a friend, and I, I didn't know how to do it, and I just let it go and let it go, and then six months later the friend called me and said, "Alan, what's happening?" I said, "Well, I haven't filed yet." He said, "Well, I want to get the file," and I said, "Well, give me two weeks. Call me two weeks from the day, and if I haven't done anything, then you can have your file." And he did, mm. and I hadn't done anything, and he came and got the file, and I was insulted, I was upset with myself. I was upset at losing the fees that would have been earned. But you know something? Yeah. Two weeks later, I was a lot happier because I didn't yep. have this hanging over my head. Yep. It was something I didn't want to do. Yep. 
Yeah. I also think sometimes, and let me say this, is that in a recent interaction I had, I was right in what I said, but I really never got a chance to hear the other side. I mean, because the person, you know, was was listening to me and, and saying very little. When I revisited the situation about two weeks later, I got to hear the other side, which really made me understand that whatever happened wasn't intentional. It wasn't meant to hurt me. It's just, you know, what happened when miscommunication happens. And that was the best conversation I had. But the the one I had in the beginning, I mean, they were just they were just listening to me, and they weren't going to respond. Well, that's another one I agree, but you should you know, wait three days, or in this case, two weeks. Um, yeah. It's, in, it's important to get it right, and sometimes you can do it right away, and sometimes it, it really has to settle in, and then the other person can, can respond more, more accurately uh, with how they feel or think. Okay. Let's talk about leveraging time and energy. What are some of your tips for getting things done quickly and effectively? Well, the biggest one probably is do it immediately. Uh, and I do this pretty well, not perfectly. In other words, uh, you know, we're often inundated by emails. I, you know, I've gotten you know, two or three hundred a day. And if I look at one and say, oh, okay, I'll get back to that. And then, oh, oh, I'll get, then I'm going to have 200 emails and then I have to go through them all again. Get them done immediately. In other words, touch the piece of paper or the email once if you possibly can. Um, secondly, I have a, a people tool and people tools for business called multi-goaling. You know, people talk nowadays about multitasking, about doing two or three or four things at once. I don't think yes. we do that. I think we just shift from one to the other very quickly. Multi-goaling means, if, like my secretary, she had a problem a few months ago, and I said, let's, let's, let's go to lunch. So we went to lunch, so I accomplished it in an hour. I, I had lunch, uh, we established a, a social connection with my secretary, we talked about the problem, we talked about other problems, we talked about other ideas she had, other ideas I had. So mm-hmm. in one hour, I accomplished mm-hmm. much more than just lunch and much more than just solving that one problem. So multi-goaling, I think, is, uh, is quite important. Don't you also think another thing that's important is what you did is taking her to lunch? I think many times we get angry, we get upset. I hear this all the time, and nobody nobody wants to sit down and talk about it. They'd rather just hold their anger. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. And you know, I have a, a, another uh, people do I call it appreciation attack. I yeah. uh, I'm fond of sending uh, my wife and others. Um, a little email or text saying, I really appreciate you, or thanks for doing this, and let, let, let go of the anger as much as you can. I, I learned from a psychiatrist years ago, and dealing with anger, this is a really important uh, tool, and that is this. You only get angry for one of two reasons. First, somebody did something you don't like, and they gave you something you don't like, or they're not doing something you want. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. when I'm angry, I have to tell the other person, "Hey, uh, you 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 yelled at me this morning, and, uh, and I'm upset. And what I need is then I have to tell you what I need. I need you to not yell at me because I'm very sensitive to that, mm-hmm. and I would really appreciate that. So, in other words, and then let let go of the anger. Is it doing you any good? If it's not doing you any good, catch the up elevator." Mm-hmm. All right, excellent. All right, we've got another minute left. So let's do one more very quickly. And that is, um, 
you have a lot of strategies about helping people make more money. You emphasize budgeting as a key, but most people hate to budget. So give yep. us a quick one, a teaser before we go to break on advice. Well, on budgeting, uh, let's talk about that, and I can do it quickly. A budget is only a list. Just make a list of your expenses uh, in, in business or in life, your telephone bill, your electric bill, your rent, your uh, salaries, etc. You have a total of your list, then your expected income, that's a second list. And if your income is 4000 a month and your expenses are 3800 you're fine. If the expenses are 5000 you're also fine. You have to either get more income or reduce your expenses. So it's just two lists, a list of income and a list of expenses. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are talking to Alan Fox, and he's the author of People Tools, bestseller, best-selling book, and his brand new book, which is People Tools for Business, 50 Strategies for Building Success, Creating Wealth, and Finding Happiness. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living. We're here on Voice America, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Listen for Matters of Design with celebrity designer Dimitri Christian Skirakis as he explores the dynamics of interior decorating. Imagine your personal style and ideas being shaped by our guest experts as they highlight a mixture of home furnishings, lighting, textiles, and fashion from around the world. If you've ever had difficulty trying to plan how to do it yourself, why not collaborate with a designer and wind up with results like you've never dreamed of? Matters of Design can be heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. I am Patricia Raskin, and I have with us a wonderful guest, very captivating, and his name is Alan Fox. And Alan Fox is the president of ACF Property Management. He's the author of the New York Times best-selling book, People Tools, 54 Strategies for Building Relationships, Creating Joy, and Enhancing Prosperity. He has a brand-new book, People Tools for Business, 50 Strategies for Building Success, Creating Wealth, and finding happiness. Welcome back, Alan. All right, Thanks. let's talk more about money. All right, because that's something 
You know, this is what uh, so many people, so many of us, particularly who are entrepreneurs, really struggle with. So more strategies to help people make more money. Okay. Well, you know, one people, too, I read about in the Wall Street Journal years ago was a Harvard business professor who gave classes on Saturdays in business. He had ten rules. Rule number one, don't run out of cash. Rule number ten, don't run out of cash. He said all the other rules aren't quite so important. So um, don't run out of cash. Now, how to do that? Well, first, um, I learned early on in my business career that I was working on a big deal, which would have taken five years to, to reach fruition. And I met a banker named David Maloney, and he said, Alan, don't do big deals. Do little deals so that you can do two a month. And in five years, maybe you've completed 40 or 50 of them, and if the big deal fails, you've wasted five years. So, you know, make make um, little deals your big deal. Uh, and also, I think in terms of of uh, being in business, especially for entrepreneurs, but for all of us, we have to be optimistic. But you also have to be realistic and look into the future, and uh, and try to be as realistic as you can. And, uh, and your projections and what you think is going to happen and your expenses. And that's why I was just talking about budget, don't fudge it, because a budget is a list of expenses, and if you limit yourself to those expenses, then you'll do fine. If you see something in a store and you want it and you see something else and you want it and office supplies and you want it, of course, me too. I want you know a lot of things. But if my budget is $100, now, I'm just going to spend $100 when I go to the store. It's like making a list when you go to the grocery store. If you make a list and stick to your list, you'll buy less than if you just go to the grocery store and buy whatever you whatever appeals to you at the moment. All right. All right, let's talk about delayed gratification. You say that that is a very important people tool for achieving financial success. I think also in regular success, not just financial. But tell us about that. Absolutely, I think uh, delayed gratification is very important, and, and that's that means uh, you know waiting for uh, for gratification, um, and uh, you, you know years ago I was at a comedy show in Scotland, and uh, one joke which I later learned is a pretty old joke was funny, and the comedian said, "I'm on a seafood diet." He said, "I see food, I eat it," and you know I, I used to be kind of like that. And I was unsuccessful with my weight. I weighed 278 pounds a few years ago, and now I'm down to 210. You can't, you know, delay the gratification. Um, eat, eat something later. And with money, it's very, very important. And most of us are not trained with money. And so we want it now. We buy it now. We uh, we use credit cards. Credit is very easy. We see ads on television, on the internet, uh, and everywhere to buy something, buy, buy, buy. And the sellers want to sell. Well, it's our job to pick and choose. And if you're willing to delay your gratification, you know, be gratified by thinking about your vacation and how nice it's going to be, and save for it. And enjoy the process of saving. And I think that's very important because we need gratification, but the gratification which comes from eating or spending money, if that can be delayed, then we'll all do a lot better in our business and in our life. Don't you also think we appreciate it more when it's when it doesn't come quite so easily? What do you think? Yes. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you go to the finest restaurant every day of your life, I think it becomes, we become habituated and it it really doesn't seem so important. And I I agree. I'm taking my office staff uh, because they've done a wonderful job for years on on a a cruise to Alaska next year. Oh, wonderful. They are just thrilled out of their minds. They, They get the week off and it's a trip of a lifetime. And, you know, they, everybody's saying, gee, I wish it was tomorrow. But we're looking forward to it. We can enjoy it for, you know, for six or eight months until it actually happens, and that's fun too. And we can look back on it later and and enjoy it even more. Yeah, absolutely, very true. You also write that being a contrarian is a way to succeed. How does charting your own path lead to a better career and a better life? Well, you know. There's an issue about who do you live your life for, yourself or other people, and we all have to please other people, no question about that. But we also have to primarily please ourselves. Mm-hmm. And in the marketplace, being a contrarian really pays off. Uh, my daughter wrote the forward to People Tools for Business, and in it she reminded me of something I had forgotten about. In night 2008, I came back from vacation. I was very worried about $500 trillion in derivative contracts floating around the world with no backing. I said to her, sell, sell all your stocks. And she went to her stockbroker. The broker said, oh, no, everybody's buying. Um, and she sold anyway, and two months later, the market collapsed. Now, when the market collapsed, my employees came to me on their 401Ks. They said, Alan, it's gone down 40%. We're going we're gonna to bail out. I said, no, 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 keep buying. Everybody is bailing. Keep buying. And they did. And now back to more than it was. Warren Buffett has a wonderful quote. He says, when people get greedy, I get nervous. And when people get nervous, meaning the markets go down, I get greedy. So if everybody wants to sell, Warren Buffett wants to buy and vice versa. And that's what being a contrarian is. And my father trained me to do that. And believe me, and investments particularly, it works out very, very well. All right. We have a couple of minutes left. So you say in People Tools for Business that people with goals use people without goals. What does that mean? Well, that's interesting. I uh, heard that uh, flying uh, across country. I was bored with the music and the movie, so I listened to a management tape on the airplane. And the one thing the management consultant said was exactly that. People with goals use people without goals. And think about it. Patricia, if you and I are going to go out to lunch and you say, you know, I want to go to uh, the sandwich shop, I'll probably say, okay, fine. Well, you have a goal, going to that specific place. Mm -hmm. I don't. So we'll probably do what you want to do. So I, you know, often I don't care, but the person who has a goal in the group, we're going to go their way and we're probably going to do what they want to do. So I think it's important to have goals and important to to voice them when – when necessary. All right. And last question. What is your favorite people tool? And then what can our audience do right now to be more successful? Well, my favorite tool is Patterns Persist um, in people tools. When when you detect a pattern in yourself, like me at buffet restaurants, it's hopeless. I always eat too much, so I don't go to buffet restaurants. So detect a pattern, assume it will continue, and you will... Uh, You'll do much better in your life. And one thing you can do right now, as I think I said before, 
Modern research indicates that when you smile, just turning up the corners of your lips releases endorphins in your brain and makes you happier. So something that people can do now is smile. It's easy, it's free, and it's amazing. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks so much, Alan, for being on the program. How can people learn more about you and your book and get a copy of your book? Okay, well, the book is available at uh, many, many bookstores, including Barnes & Noble. Of course, it's on uh, on Amazon, and we were very high on their business list. And uh, I'm at peopletoolsbook.com, and uh, I will have a weekly uh, blog, and I'd love people to uh, look me up at peopletoolsbook.com. Thanks so much. It was enlightening and fun. Thank you, Patricia. I really right. appreciate your having me on. All right. Now I'll send you a copy okay. of this. Thanks, Alan. Okay. okay bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, folks. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. I know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on Patricia Raskin Positive Living on voiceamerica.com and you can also log on to patriciaraskin.com and I'm doing people I'm doing coaching now for people who are in transition and they're in that space where they're making a change and they just want to move forward at that moment and they're not quite sure what to do so that's where I jump in so write to me patricia patriciaraskin.com it's all on my website until next time I'm Patricia Raskin bye for now Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 